speaking the truth to the state capitol. This is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Friday, November 11th, uh, happy Veterans Day, I guess. Thank you. A big thank you to all the veterans out there. Um, don't forget to to say that or to shake a hand if you run into somebody or your family. I think all veterans do appreciate that. But I would also say, being one, when I think of today, I, I think of anybody that serves, whether it be first responders and, and you know, in this case, LPD, LFR. I mean, that's just how I look at it um, whenever you're kind of going into harm's way. So big thank you to everybody out there. I am the host of Drive Time Lincoln, Jack Riggins, uh, restoring American values and bringing sanity and common sense to the capital city. Uh, we've got a short show today. Husker Volleyball is going to be on at 530 or the pregame, I think. Uh, Caleb Henry's producing the show. And uh, so it'll be short and fast, but we've got... Uh, Oh, Nebraska First Pack. Did I say it right, yeah, Rod? Yeah, Rod Nebraska, Edwards. Nebraska First Pack. That's right. Nebraska First Pack. Uh, Rod Edwards is in. Uh, we just because of the power. It seems like we've been slow on election. Um, kind of lessons learned or thoughts. Uh, we had Todd Watson in from the NEGOP yesterday. Um, so we're just going to keep rolling them out today and, and next week because I just personally feel I'm behind on it. And so we'll bring in Rod, who is a conservative, Nebraska First Pack, but also has an interesting perspective. I'm still honestly watching some Lancaster County voting still going on and some tight races here in Lancaster County. So that's kind of had my attention. But thoughts from election night just generally in this state well generally if we're just looking at nebraska i mean we did we have of course we swept all the statewide races we swept all the federal races that's to be expected uh you know i you know nebraska nebraska voters whether you uh, didn't agree with uh governor-elect pillen during the primary election uh at the end of the day they looked at the race and they knew that they could not have carol blood be their governor so they a lot of them probably plugged their noses and voted for uh, governor-elect pillen uh they did a good job. They got the job done there. Uh, so uh, uh, I think you look at, uh, you know, I concentrate a lot, and Nebraska First Pack concentrates a lot on the on the legislative races sure. because that's where the laws are written and that's where uh, the rubber, rubber really meets the road. Uh, and I, I, I think we left a lot on the table in the legislative races. Uh, from the Nebraska First Pack perspective, uh, heading into the legislative session, we have a solid 28 state senators who uh, either uh, signed the uh, Transparency and Leadership Pledge uh, or said that they would vote for uh, vote publicly for leadership, or had voted in the past uh, publicly for leadership, and I think there may be one or two others who uh, who will be coming along with us there. Uh, but like I said, I, I think we left some races on the table. I think there's at least one race here uh, in Lincoln that is still undecided. There are still some votes to be counted, but it's an uphill climb. Is that uh, 26 with Dungan and uh, Barger? Yeah, that, yeah it's, very it's close. An uphill climb for, for Barger in that race. Uh, you know, we, we hold out some hope there, but uh, probably not going to get there. And I think there are uh, three legislative races in the Omaha area. Uh, that uh, that we left on the table too. One of them flipped today. Yeah, folks. Uh, if you didn't know. Yep, Stu Stu Dornan uh, and uh, John Fredrickson, I think's his name. Uh, uh, 
Stu Dornan had been leading after election night, and then all the ballots that came in on election day were counted today, and that race flipped. And and that's not surprising with the way uh, absentee ballots go in the state of Nebraska, because frankly, we've done a horrible job on that. You know, a couple things here. We need to change our law and tighten our law on absentee ballots. I mean, personally, I would like to see us go away from them altogether unless you've got an excuse or a reason to vote absentee. But that is the law of the land, and we are doing ourselves a disservice by telling people not to vote absentee ballot. And we even had a write-in candidate out there telling people if you got an absentee ballot... Don't send it in. Go vote in person. Yeah, he I mean, was on my show last week or the week before, and that was kind of his big shtick. And uh, and I will tell you, it's interesting you bring that up because my number one internal lesson learned um, I wrote down was absentee early voting. And, and I think that when I look at Nebraska, to me it seems like in this election cycle and given the fervor at times over election integrity, which I think most people want the elections to be secure – but it is a process and there's things that have to and so you make steps as you go and i know you know people are talking about florida and and the sweeping changes and and that would be great i guess if you could get it done but there's a process of voting that has to occur to make that happen and so i think conservatives if the field allows early voting and absentee ba- ballots i think conservatives need to add that into the repertoire if it's going to be there now if it's not, great. But I think that the election integrity essentially made a lot of people think, well, just don't do it. And to me, that's like playing football with 10 players. Yeah. Because it's in the game. It's a fair thing in the field. And good on Democrats who absolutely focus on ballots, not people, where conservatives try to get people to go on election day. They kicked our rear ends and they and they typically do and and you know for a while we were making some inroads on that but you know when we actually have people uh in the party telling people they shouldn't vote absentee ballots that's the wrong message and th- and that hurt us. That that I, I agree. That, that literally cost us at least two races in the legislature, maybe three races in the legislature, uh, maybe a couple other races down the ballot, too. It's like getting into a fight with one arm tied behind right, your back. Right, right. I mean, whether it's, you know, playing basketball with four, playing football with, you know, nine or ten. In the end of the day, folks, it is a tool of which to get your vote cast. Yeah. And it is legal in this state. And conservatives, I think, missed in different counties statewide thousands if not hundreds and why is that important because folks right here in lancaster we have several races that are being decided by less than 100 to 200 votes and i am just saying you're not going to be able to convince me that if we weren't advertising absentee ballots like we could have been that we can't find 200 votes Oh, I've, right. I, I, and I've worked on races where we have actually picked up a lot of votes by running an aggressive program. And, you know, one of those races is uh, in one of the districts in Omaha that we could have picked up the Christian merch race. Uh, Senator Joni Craighead, in her first run, we would have lost that race had we not run our own a- aggressive absentee ballot program. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, it, it's a lesson I hope we've learned. We need to change the law. 
But you know what we need to change the law, Jack? We need those state senators in office to change the right, law, right. And, and we're missing a couple of those now because because of uh, of well, that's the, the way process they that. and the strategic thinking. Going back to the military, right? You have to think a strategic angle, and you then have to back plan all the things that have to occur in order for you to get there. And again, I wrote it down. It's something I want to talk about. Um, and it, you know, folks, you may not like that, even if you're a conservative. But here's the deal. I don't know how you get better unless you talk frank and analyze with experts and go around and figure out what the problems are and then set about to solve them, right? And, you know, I want to go back real quick. You mentioned some people, and I heard a lot of them as well, given the primary. And I have to say, I was disappointed in a lot of people that essentially didn't want to play team baseball. Now, don't get me wrong. I think if Charles Herbster would have been the candidate, he'd been a fine governor. I am fully in support of Jim Pillen being our governor. I think he's going to be a fine governor. But a lot of people got fired up. And that, as well as I think the NEGOP summer actions, caused a lot of factions in the party. And I really don't understand um, why... Okay. Now we're done with all of that. It's time to reform the team or make the team stronger and move forward. You have time once all the ballots are counted to begin re-solidifying the conservative party because it did do well. But there are some things that are scabs that need to be fixed. And I would say that factions is one of them. Well, you look at it right now, and I've had a lot of conversations both before and after Tuesday, and there are a lot of fractures within the party. I mean, the coalition that brought on the new leadership change, there are fractions within that coalition. Uh, there is the the coalition of of the former the people who who held which will say a lot of, a lot of the the governor Ricketts people mm-hmm. uh, who had been running the party who kind of went away and, and did their own thing so you've got three or four different factions within the Nebraska Republican Party right now that we have to figure out a way to bring everybody together and you know just because somebody was was part of the Ricketts team or part of the Pillen team or part of the Herbster team or part of the Lindstrom team you know we've We've got to figure out a way because we do have common goals. We do. We've got to figure out a way to include some of these people. There are some people who aren't going to come aboard. There are sure. some people who are going to want to fight everything. It's like the new people are bad. We're never going to help them out. And then there are some people on the new side who are saying like the old people are bad. We're never going to work with them again. Well, we got to learn how to be productive and how to work with the people who we're going to work with. Otherwise, we're just going to keep seeing things. We got through this election cycle. We will not get through another election cycle if we remain divided uh, and there's not a cohesive leadership and a cohesive plan moving forward. The number one responsibility of the Nebraska Republican Party and the county parties is electing Republicans. And like I said, we left some things on the table. I think that I think that the change of leadership in the middle of an election year hurt us in those races we left on the table uh because you know it it's it's hard to start from ground zero in the middle of an election and go a hundred miles an hour like you need to uh in those races uh and do that right away uh, yeah and I think people listening some some have already uh, gotten mad at you and I for yeah. being critical um 
but the reality is, folks, is this is a big operation running a statewide party and each campaign and the way they do things down to the little races. And um, there's no doubt that it was probably the most consternation that the Nebraska GOP has had within three to four months of an election. And it's over now, meaning the election has occurred. Uh, there's some meat left on the table, right? There's some things like we talked about with early voting that, again, in debriefing it to get better, uh, you have to identify it. But I'm also more interested with pathways moving forward. And one of the things I want to say outright is there's tight elections in Lancaster County. Mm-hmm. And folks, however they turn out, they turn out. I don't control that. Rod doesn't control it. But I'm going to tell you what. I don't want to hear crazy election counting conspiracy. I'm not saying stuff like that doesn't happen without facts, right? There's a reason I haven't been on air all the time because, yes, there are election snafus. There's no doubt about it. But in order to solve it, you have to be able to provide in a professional way And a way that everybody and decision makers can understand so that, as you were saying, Rod, those who are elected can then go make the legal changes. And just screaming to scream doesn't help anybody. Yeah. We we put a lot of we put a lot of weight and not only within Nebraska nationally on on election integrity. And we have a lot we have a lot of things we need to change Mm -hmm. and improve. But then there are some other things that have been said out there that are just so unfounded and unfactual uh, that it does not help. I well, mean, and does, I think that help. sentiment is what keeps people from even considering absentee ballots and early voting. Exactly. You know, you know uh, so at the end of the day, you know what we needed? We needed we needed a, a we it's going to be tight right now. We've got, you know, 32, uh, 32 republicans in the legislature we got a couple of those who aren't solid votes you need 33 to overcome a filibuster and then even then you're not i i would never have used and i heard it used the other day and i'll be critical of this i i i I, spiking the ball the day after the election with election results still up in the air was not a good look that didn't age well and i would have never used the word filibuster proof uh, for anything when you only have 33 because we've seen before that not all the Republicans are going to walk the party line and, and do what we want. Uh, so we need to we need to start looking and working ahead to the next election to make sure that we can secure those extra votes sure and secure our elections. But right now we've got we don't have a filibuster proof majority in the legislature. And honestly, I as of today and the new data, I don't think we're going to get there. No. I, that's just how I'm going to play it until it. But I think it's it's kind of uh, you know same same same. And the end of the day, you know that mission wasn't accomplished. Again, we're on with uh, Rod Edwards from Nebraska First Pack. Um, short show today, so we'll be off here in a few minutes. Uh, Husker volleyball starts at five thirty. Uh, is that pregame, Caleb? That's pregame. That's six pregame. First serve. Can ever uh, John Bishop. Uh, Lauren Cook. John Baylor. Oh, John Baylor does pregame, and then no, John. Oh, hold on, I am. 
I am all messed up there. John Bishop is our colleague at 1620 <laughs> yeah, The Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John I, Baylor does I've got Creighton, Nebraska all mixed up in 300th my head. Career, or 300th consecutive sellout for Nebraska volleyball and home matches. Uh, Getting that, back to their time at the NU Coliseum. And the best thing was the tweets that went out between Texas and Nebraska in, like, what, Texas's sixth sellout in a row or something. Did you see that? They're doing okay. <laughs> They're doing okay. Can, can, I, can I really go out of my way? And I'm going to predict Nebraska wins big this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. On volleyball, you're right. You're right. Volleyball yes. will win. Big Amen. And women's basketball tonight on the bone. Amen. Uh, Caleb's giving me the uh, we're close, but does that mean we have a couple minutes when we come back? We'll have a couple minutes. Perfect. When we come back. We'll do that. All right. Rod Edwards here on uh, Voice of Lincoln, KLIN 1499 Got an opinion on the latest Huskers game? Fire off with a voice message in the free KLIN app. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, I am Jack Riggins. Friday, November 11th. Uh, Rod Edwards from Nebraska first packed in here. Uh, we're talking about uh, yeah, we're hot washing the election and what conservatives can do better. And we're going to continue to do it. I think we'll have him back on next week. But you mentioned, you know, Jim Pillen and his leadership side of the governor, and he's going to be a big part of uniting the party. What do you see that he could do there? Well, you know, I think he's, he here's his opportunity and here's what he needs to do. He he needs to step out from underneath the shadow of Governor Ricketts. And that and that that's not being a criticism about Governor Ricketts, but you know, there It's are, the dynamic that people believe is there. There there are a lot of people in the fractured Republican Party who think that the only reason he's there is, is because of Governor Ricketts. Uh, you know, so he's got an opportunity to step out and, and be his own man and do his own thing, and that's what he's got to do. If he's just seen as another branch or wing of the previous administration, uh, that's going to make it harder to uni- unify and unite the, the party. There's going to be good things he's going to take from that administration, but moving forward over four years, distancing and coming up and separating a little bit is going to help unite the party. Yes, yeah, it, it, it absolutely will, and sure. and uh, you know then we're then when we're looking at the party, and it's like you know I, I know we we've been a little critical of some of the leadership moves of the party. We don't mean to be critical. I certainly don't mean to be critical because I don't think they're good people, or I don't think they're capable or can do it. You know they got they got they threw themselves into the mix. Yeah, in a hurricane. We're talking about mechanisms to improve. Yeah. A couple of topics we'll yeah. cover next week, real quick. Well, uh, you know, I, I think we we have to talk a little bit more. We'll know more about uh, some of these elections. You know, nationally, I want to talk about what's going on with young people and why Republicans are having problems with young people. We'll get there with Rod Edwards next week on KLIN fourteen hundred ninety nine three. Radio Network. This is 